Tonight we're going to review and also preview some uh, events uh, of the congregation uh, last year and forward to this year. Um, and and you, you'll just be, um, you probably know this already, that we do a lot of things, there's a lot of events held, but over the course of a year you forget what you've already done. Um, and so I think you're going to find that interesting. I, I do have one correction for Paul Thornton tonight. Um, if you if you receive, if you're, you subscribe to Valley View Church of Christ on YouTube, on the way to church tonight, Ron Marsh texted me and he says, I think, I think you all need to correct this. And uh, he sent me a screenshot of the sermon from this morning. It comes up, Spencer Furby, is he the son of God? <laughs> I looked at that and I thought, Yep, we need to change that, or I'll be dead by Tuesday, that's for sure. Uh, interesting how that stuff works. Uh, uh, walking out this morning, um, someone gave me one of the most precious gifts, and I didn't realize at the time, I don't know if she's even here, hadn't Leblong was going out, and she handed me this book, and it's bound. I mean, you get that, it's hardbound, and it's got church logo, and then my name at the bottom. And, and this is what she put on the inside. I just got to brag a little bit, uh, not of me, of her, and she has the most amazing handwriting and calligraphy and art. She's just amazing that way. She said, a few Sundays ago, you gave a sermon talking about the importance of gift giving and using the gifts God has given you for good. And it really touched me. I've been taking sermon notes every Sunday for around three years now. And I decided to put them into this book as my gift. Thank you for everything you do for our church. And thank you for using your gift of preaching to touch the lives of everyone in this congregation. And there's almost three years of sermons that are illustrated by her in this thing. Is that not amazing? The artwork is incredible. I thought two things. She is incredibly talented, and I'm an amazing preacher. Uh, it's just, I'm going to look at this every now and then and just marvel. Anyway, is that, that it takes some time and creativity, and I just, I'm not saying everybody needs to do this. I'm saying we've got some amazing people here, and, and Haddon's one of them, and I'm grateful for I, as she, she just kind of looked at me and I was stunned. I'd never seen anything like that. And so I didn't know what to say. And, and I was just, it's, I've been amazed by that all, all day long. We, we begin with some corrections. Uh, two things from the slideshow that I ran right through. Paul Thornton later on said, you know, you had these two slides you didn't use. I said, I know. I, I just totally overlooked them. And then one person, one, one event I just totally forgot about. And another one I thought was a year earlier. And so I got corrected all week long, okay? And, and it was done in a great way, by the way. I mean what I meant, uh, said on the front page of the bulletin. What I appreciate is people who have the gift of, of pointing out things without making you feel uh, attacked. And, and, and you've done that great this week. I'm grateful for that. So um, in April, we celebrated the arrival of Riker Stevens. That's who I missed on the 6th. This little guy was so nice to me last Sunday morning. Uh, or last Sunday night, although I, I just totally skipped him, and he, he, he's so nice, and he's so sweet, and he still smiled at me, and we certainly don't want Valley View without him, so I want to put that in there. Four days after his birth, Sydney Brewer was baptized, and I love this picture. Don't you love this picture? She is beautiful, beauty queen type person, but I thought she's now a daughter of the king. Isn't that true? Isn't that a great picture? I just love that. And, and, but another baptism I missed, so the number goes up one because I forgot about this, I shouldn't have because in an elders meeting we discussed it. Does baptism count when you live in Arkansas and you're baptized in another state? Uh, 
not so much another state, New Mexico. So the elders met on July 16th to discuss and deliberate over that, and um, it went on for about 45 minutes, and then they did rock, paper, scissors, and decided, yes, Easton Baldridge baptism does count from July 15th. That's a joke. I'm just saying uh, he was baptized away from home. We got the video. We showed the video here, uh, but I just totally missed that in the review, and I I don't ever want to leave that out. I also failed to mention February 19th, Gene States passed away. I should know better than this because there's a person I can call at Valley View who knows the day of death of everybody who's ever come in this building. Shirley Simpson. So when you die, you'll see Shirley. Okay, I'm just, uh, she's going to write your name down. I should have known this. I thought it was the year before, but that's not true. And we had a Sunday night kind of memorial for him. You may remember that. And, And then since last week, I was able to get pictures of Carol and Roger Harmon. Is that the next one? I hope it is. Okay. Who are now members here. We're grateful. They came in December last Sunday that night. Right before uh, that review, uh, the Malones, Mike and Carolyn, placed membership. Um, They were asking this morning where I got this picture because they look older than this now. Uh, And that's all Facebook, and they didn't realize it. But anyway, uh, so fast, you know, do the aging process on this picture, and and you'll see them. But we almost have too many Malones. Uh, This is a third set of Malones, but since they are responsible for the other two set. They'll fit right in here, so we're glad that they're here. Um, And, of course, two hours after our services, Steve Mayville passed away. And so, I mean, just just in a week, the last three days have been real active for us as a church. But, again, joy often follows sadness as Wednesday night, even though it's a new year. I couldn't resist putting Emily's picture uh, right here as a person who was immersed on Wednesday. I'll put that at the beginning of next year, too, throw her in there twice. Jamie Smith reminded me there were 13 showers held here at Valley View, a sure sign of life, it would seem. Now, for the events, uh, first thing, January 5th, the young people rallied around and raked leaves for the Fergusons, and I thought that was worthy of putting in there. I'm going to tell you, not everything was put in here. We could be here for hours to put everything in here, and yet everything is important, and so I'll try to make reference to something uh, Uh, nearly something of everything. Um, Everyone was forced on Sunday morning on January 6th to fill out the ministry involvement form. You remember this? This is like a last will and testament, and it's gut-wrenching to fill it out. Y'all did it. We have this stack, this stack of stuff, and it's being used. Your names are circulating what what, uh, ministry you want to do. And if you are a new member, I'm going to say this, next Sunday morning, after services, a new member luncheon is being held. Elders, elders and uh, ministers and, 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 new, and new, minister, new members will meet in the fellowship room. I want to invite you to that. But if you become a new member, hopefully this finds its way to you. Because we want to put you to work immediately to become part of uh, the work that's done here. So this was January 6th. It's hard to believe it's been that long. Really well produced. It was really well filled out, and it's been used. Pairs and spares went on the road to Heber Springs January 25th. I don't have pictures of their stuff, but I am putting it down here. It's one of the most active members, active uh, ministries here, and I love the way it's led. It's, it's a beautiful job that they do on that. As for events, our emphasis on evangelism motivated us to bring Matthew Morion on January 26th. He had just recently written 
natural evangelism, and he spoke a couple times on Saturday with a meal in between, and then on Sunday. February 9th, the building became this beautiful venue for the annual father-daughter bank. Is that not a great picture? Look at that. That was the best one I want to put it on there. Uh, this is so well done every year. Charlotte does a great job of decorating, and the guys just really do go all out to look good for those daughters, and those daughters look beautiful for their fathers, and it's a wonderful event. I'll tell you when the date of this one is for this year in just a little bit. The next day, the Fried Hardeman Chorus was with us, making a presentation in the afternoon after they spent the night in different homes. From February 12th and 13th, And another few days after that, we had Life Touch on the church premises to take pictures for the picture directory. And there's the final product I really like. A lot of work, a lot of annoyance for a lot of people, but a special thanks again to Shirley Simpson, who was here for nearly everybody's session. She kept things going, and she's got everybody's birthday and anniversary and all that stuff listed in this book And then she handed it to me. I've got it now, and we need to be using that a lot. But I I love the picture directory, especially the one that's on your cell phone. February 16th, Ladies' Day with Rachel Nix. The men came through, too. They were here to cook and uh, serve, not cook, but serve and and do some things and and do a better job of letting you ladies to all uh, participate in everything. February 17th, we had a service. I I can't believe I don't have more pictures of this that was focused on children. Micah Brinkley of the Children's Home was with us, and he gave a report on the Children's Home, and I think most people were really amazed at what all now the Children's Home does other than just caring for, for people on their campus. It's much wider than that than it used to be. Tremendous work being done in our own backyard, and often, often we just overlook that because it's so familiar to us. That morning, we honored our children two years old and under, all the parents. It was a fun time. I had luncheon for foster care, and that was good. Just a, a Sunday to celebrate children. February 27th, as part of Lads to Leaders, the young people conducted the midweek worship. And uh, then later on in April, the church had a great showing of young people. And there's just one snippet of them at the Lads to Leaders convention in Memphis, held again on Easter this year. And they're already gearing up. For what's involved in that. March 17th, we had Mission Sunday, a little later than usual. Keith Kasargent from Bear Valley was with us, did a great job of spurring us on to give attention to training preach people in foreign countries to preach in their own language to their own people. Uh, he'll, he will not be back this year, but he is sending Chad Wagner. And for those of you from the area, you may know Chad Wagner used to preach at Gainesville, and he's been around the area. He works at Bear Valley, with Bear Valley now, and he'll be on hand to talk about missions, and particularly Bear Valley. We also conducted that same Sunday the St. Bernard's Village service, and I remember distinctly showing up that day. I just want you to know I was there. March 30th, the men's cook-off. We talked about that last time and the need to unseat Altam's position this year. Pairs and spares on the road again. The Collins Theater for Motown Memories. For them, for some of them, it was memories. For me, it's just remembering what my parents listened to. April 13th, Easter egg hunt, annual event. Men's cook-off the day before the April 14th ladies' tea uh, at the same time. April 25th, the now-famous lobby singers went on the road to St. Bernard's Village themselves. And now they do that, I don't know, three or four times a year, Gary, is that about right? 
And they show up at St. Bernard's Village by special demand. I mean, they, they get up there and they pound the tables and they say, we want the lobby singers. That's what they say at mealtimes. So uh, that's, a, that's a great thing. Uh, Pears and Spares went to Redbird, Redbird's game May 13th. I'm telling you, they were very active. And May 19th was a different day. It was Friends and Family Fun Day, which is not atypical. We had tons of food on the premises, but it was also our 15th anniversary. Paul Wallace oversaw the creation of a history of the congregation, 15 years worth. You see that on the screen. And David Gibson spent the day with us. The best part of that, to me, was the panel discussion, talking about what all was involved in getting the congregation started. Rich, rich time. June came, and in June, uh, June, July, and August is kind of like we are all just sitting there watching the youth group kill themselves, go from event to event to event, and take pride in what they do. Uh, the first ever Radius work camp was held in Paragould. And while it was at Paragould, it was Michael Deese's baby, I'm telling you. He did the spurring work on that and got that going. And next, this year, I'll tell you when the date of that is in just a little bit. VBS was on Jericho, June 9 through 12. The canoe trip took place June 23rd to 25th. June 26th, Pears and Spares went for a day uh, at Searcy. The Valley View church camp was held the week ending July 5th. All summer long, the youth Summer Youth Series was held for a second year. That's another brainchild of Michael Deese. The Wednesday Summer Series, we experimented with a whole summer in Revelation, and we thought probably not the best move we ever made in our lives. July 28th, we had an exaltation at the Fowler Center. The crowd increased a little bit from previous years, probably because Matthew Walton made some incredible uh, billboards around town that you could see in different places. I think it probably stirred up a little bit of excitement that way. When school was about to start again, it uh, kicked off with the tools for school, and you saw all those backpacks out in the foyer, which had a picture of those too. And we got them in spiritual style for school, with Taft Airs being on hand for Back to School Bash, an annual event that seemed to have a little more energy than in the, in the past few years. Pears and Spares went to see Winona at the end of August, and September brought the Heritage Banquet. October had Pears and Spares going to a cookout at Jerry Taylor's house, and also an annual fall family retreat was held, and the trunk retreating. November ended our 40 days of prayer with a fall revival with Wayne Kilpatrick. That's this year's suit. I told you the guy is nuts with his... But when he was with us, he looked sharp and classy, like he was really wanting to look good. That's not so much. But anyway, that's him. Uh, highlight for me was the meal each night. You get here, you got here each night, and, and we just had some fun people laid back and um, having some conversations. Pears and Spares really went on the road. They went to Nashville. A few days later, another ladies' day was held with uh, uh, the on kind of a, in conjunction with lads to leaders emphasis, and that was a great day. Pack-a-sack was bigger and better than ever, as you could tell from the picture. And December brought the tacky Christmas party, and it's named appropriately, and PJs with Santa. And there you see Mr. and Mrs. Santa there, um, and then the reading of the book, and then I think that's the Leith family taking a picture. There were things done on a regular basis that we have no pictures of. Stuff that you don't even largely realize. There was a constant focus all year long on Haley and Harrison Waldron and being generous toward this couple 
that had a tragedy, a tragic experience in the first year of their marriage. And that was sustained all year. It's going to continue this one. Several got together, and you may not even know it, on Tuesday mornings. And they went out and they visited people to encourage and just urge people on. That's incredibly important work that doesn't have a picture with it. But it is the backbone of what we're supposed to be doing, checking on each other and being involved in each other's lives. Tuesday evenings throughout the year, a group of people get together. It fluctuates as far as who is there and how many. They meet and they pray for the needs of the congregation and beyond. Tuesday nights, you're probably really busy, a lot of you, taking care of your families. But there's a group that meets here, and they pray at that time. The missions committee met every single month, conducted important business to make sure that we have a proper view of missions. And you probably, we probably fail to communicate how much mission work is being done and supported from out of this congregation. I want you to be proud of it, but I want you to know it. And sometimes it just goes on a natural flow and nobody thinks much of it. But it's critical and it's important to who we are as a people of God. And that's going on all the time. FBI constantly meets. Area 56 constantly meets. Children's Bible Hour on Sunday nights. I know our attendance would decline tremendously if it weren't for Children's Bible Hour. You don't come for the sermon. You come because your kids and grandkids are being educated so well. I know that. And I think it's important. And the fact that we don't mention it is a sign of how automatic it is. And how automatic it is is an indication of how important it is as part of Valley View. The Tuesday ladies' Bible class is always meeting. They invited me to their Christmas party, and I made a killing on Christmas gifts that day. Wednesday morning breakfast group. They get here, and the numbers were really high this fall, and I'm, I'm assuming in the spring we'll probably do the same thing as people got excited about meeting together for breakfast. Special contributions were taken up for missions for the building to pay it off early. The resident ministry program and great generosity was shown to Lilia's Place and Children's Homes at Christmas time. It's a generous giving church. We took our turn and enjoyed greatly the St. Bernard's Village service throughout the year. Delightful group of people. There's going to be many things crop up in 2020, I'm sure, but I want to give you an idea, an idea of some things coming up that you need to be aware of. If you have your calendar or your phone, you might want to enter some of these. First of all, Father-Daughter Banquet, February 8th. We already know that date. A couple's Valentine event. You may remember two years ago we did this. Did not do it last year. Will be held again Tuesday, February 11th. Ladies' Day is February 15th. Mission Sunday is back where it should be on February 16th. And Chad Wagner will be here. The classes will be held together as we hear about what Bear Valley's doing, what other countries they're in. And Chad Wagner will be a speaker. I promise you, he's a very good, capable speaker. Fried Hardeman Chorus will be with us again on February 23rd. They'll spend the night on the 22nd. 23rd, they'll present a performance at some point in time, a presentation of their singing. March 7th, guess who's coming to dinner? It's a Saturday night. You may not remember how this is done, but you're going to sign up to either host or be a guest, and you have no idea where you're going. You'll sign up and say, I'm game, and I'll send you somewhere. 
you'll be sent to some house. I promise you, it's, it's okay and safe, you know, and the food's good. But you'll be sent to somewhere that maybe you've never been before. And you'll go eat with two or three other couples or two or three other people. It's for everybody, so there's no marriage thing involved in this, right? It's just everybody goes. And so wherever you go, I will text you about 30 minutes before you're supposed to get there and tell you your address. And you show up and you eat at that, at that place. And then we come up to the, the, the church building afterwards, have dessert together, and talk about what weird people we met. That's how it works. Uh, so I hope you'll try that. Well, listen, I think the, the truth is we have got to get into each other's homes and lives more as a church. And you're not going to do it naturally. So we're going to create some circumstances that force you out of your comfort zone. And if you're saying right now, I would never do that, you're the one I'm looking for. You're the one I'm after. I want you to sign up. Sign up and be a host. If you don't like going somewhere, have people in your house. So you'll hear more about that. Praise and Harmony Workshop, April 3rd through 5th. This I'm excited about. Keith Lancaster, who's been around forever, used to lead, uh, uh, go around the country with this group of four people singing a cappella called acapella, right? Vocal union, vocal band. I don't know if, if they're related to that or not. I don't know that they're doing that much anymore, but what he's doing now is he's coming into congregations and helping to teach them how to energize and unify the singing. So he's going to come in. We're going to do some things beforehand. There's some homework we've all got to do before he comes. April 3rd, a Friday night, song leaders and worship leaders only. Come up to the church building. He's talking about how to lead worship and vibrantly. Saturday, either mid-morning or early afternoon, the whole congregation and several other congregations that are invited will come, and he will have the main session. And then Sunday morning, he'll lead singing with the songs we've learned all weekend. And he told me, keep your sermon short. So if I can't, if I can't get you any other way, I'm going to say this. The sermon won't be 12 minutes. I'm just going to tell you. But anyway, be there for that weekend. Get excited about that weekend. We're going to be doing some neat stuff for it uh, because we want the singing here to be as vibrant and alive as we can. Friends and Family Fun Day, May 17th. It's not going to be an anniversary or a homecoming. It's just going to be a regular Sunday and then that day, I guess usually at 4, we go out and, and have a great time outside. Graduation banquets, May 3rd. Radius Work Camp is the first week of June. I think Michael's going to talk about this here in just a minute. I'm going to turn it over to him and make him tell you a couple things. But one of them is this week right here. I think it's going to be held in Jonesboro this year, which will mean we need to be ready to open up our homes and be more involved this year because it's right here in our front yard. And I think that's a great honorable thing for us to do. Canoe trip, June 7 through 9. Vacation Bible school, June 14 through 17. Here's another weird thing, a change. Valley View Summer Camp will be July 26th through the 31st instead of the 4th of July week. It's going to be in a different location, and Michael's going to talk about that here in just a second. Back to School Bash is August 9th. The Soto Marriage Retreat is back. I don't have a number behind September. It's September question mark. But it is going to return. We are going to have that particular retreat, and it's going to be a blessing to you. So those of you who are married, be thinking about that already. Friends Day with Ralph Gilmore from Fried Hardeman University will be October 11th. 
So he's going to come over, and that's a day we're going to just really, really stress to you, invite some friends on October 11th. And finally, on this list, fall family retreat is November 7th. Now keep in mind the background of all this. Lads to Leaders events are still going. They'll be scattered throughout there in different times. Be paying attention to those. We want to support that. What I want to do now is um, hand this over to Michael, and then we will uh, wrap up with 2 Peter chapter 1, just a thought or two about that. So like Spencer said, we'll start off with Radius and we'll just kind of work our way through. Uh, Radius Work Camp this year, uh, just to give you an idea, a lot of people are unsure of exactly what we did uh, or what our teenagers did. Um, we didn't re- the, the leaders really didn't do much. Uh, we just kind of organized it all and the teenagers did everything. Uh, but we had 84 teenagers. Uh, they gave up an entire, uh, well it wasn't quite a week, but it was at least five days uh, of their week uh, through the summer. And we were able to paint and do the, the landscaping work, lawnmower stuff, anything that the house needed. Uh, maybe the, the house that, that I was kind of overseeing the work done there, uh, it all, they, they needed their yard just to be completely cleaned up. Uh, they had a tree that had fallen over, and we cut some of the limbs up, and we made sure that that was good and uh, taken care of. But... Uh, these houses were people that were just random people in the community, and uh, we literally just drove around and we found houses that looked like they could use some work. We knocked on their doors and we just said, hey, could we help by painting your house or doing some, something to help you out? Uh, and they were graciously acceptive, accepting of that, uh, and we were able to do that. And uh, we looked forward to doing that again this year, and this year we're going to be doing it in Jonesboro. Uh, we don't know that 100%, but that's probably the, the likely thing that's going to be happening. Uh, I will give y'all some more details on some, some ways that you'll be able to help serve and, and be able to help with that event. Uh, but uh, there was also two baptisms during that week of the kids that were participating in that. Uh, there was uh, seven churches that were involved. This year we're going to open it up to a little bit more churches and maybe be able to, to work on uh, more houses than just five, and so we're, we're hoping maybe that we can double it uh, if we have enough participation. We'll probably need about 110 kids uh, to be able to do that, but we're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to uh, <clears throat> being able to work with some more congregations and some more teenagers. Uh, the next thing that we're going to talk about is the, the canoe trip. It's back where it started being. Uh, last year, we just had a lot of scheduling conflicts, and so uh, the canoe trip is something that I think is really fun. It's really important. Uh, and it's, it's a lot of, uh, it gives you a lot of one-on-one time with teenagers when they're stuck in a canoe with you. Uh, there's really nowhere for them to go except for in the water. And so you, they, they have to talk to you whether they like it or not. And so that's uh, a lot of fun. <clears throat> Vacation Bible School is always very important. Um, it's a great outreach tool that we can use to invite our friends to uh, and, and get everyone involved in that and get people to come to that uh, so that their kids can learn about uh, Jesus and learn about the, the topics that we're discussing in that. Uh, Uplift, uh, as Spencer talked about last week, we had a lot of teenagers give their life to Christ because of this event. Uplift is the, the camp that we do at Harding University. I would say it's probably our most attended event and our teenagers absolutely love it. Uh, I love it too. It's, it's one of my, the highlights of my, week, of, of my summer. Um, the, the seniors, 
we, this year we, we focused on uh, the seniors and the older members giving back to our youth group. Uh, and, and I just, I want to go ahead and just, I told them that I was going to tell them that, that I was going to tell you all this. But our teenagers do so much that I don't think all of us see on a regular basis. Uh, at Uplift, I, each senior was entrusted to give a little bit of advice to the entire youth group about things like, uh, what do you do when your girlfriend's wanting to go too far or your boyfriend's wanting to go too far? Uh, different situations that you find yourself in, and they were saying, hey, I've been there. I know what this is like. I've been there, and this is, what, this is the way that I handled it. Here's some good advice for you. And they just really came out, and they said, we want to be able to help our youth group, and we want to be able to help those younger than us. Uh, and that, that, that's an awesome opportunity because uh, we have some discussion time after the devotionals each night at Uplift, and it's a really incredible, uh, great, uh, it's great speakers, great topics, great subjects, great teachers. Uh, it challenges our teenagers' critical thinking, uh, makes them think about spiritual things for that entire week. Uh, and again, it's, it's probably our youth group's favorite and definitely the most attended. I think last year we had 54 of our students go to that. Um, and then I wanted to talk also about uh, the mission trip. Uh, we, this year we had 28 people go on the mission trip. Uh, and this is where we go to Houston and we teach, te to, uh, teach kids uh, grades. This year we did kindergarten through third grade. Uh, and we taught them how to read, and then we gave them a Bible lesson in a vacation Bible school while we were there. Uh, it's an incredible event. If you're able to go and you're able to serve, I highly encourage it. It's something that you will never see uh, in Jonesboro. Uh, it, it, it's just, you see families that are really struggling. You see teenagers uh, that are really struggling, that are there helping. And then you see those kids that come in, uh, and you get to brighten their day. And it, it's an incredible opportunity. Um, but our teenagers, I watched as our teenagers completely gave themselves. They would come back and they would be like, Michael, we just, we've got to go to bed. We can't do this anymore. Like, we're so tired. Uh, and they just really, they, they killed themselves uh, for those kids. And uh, it's an incredible thing to watch our teenagers serve and, and, and do the things that, that are talked about here every Sunday. Um, and it's an incredible thing to watch. Uh, but the last thing I wanted to talk about was camp. Uh, we were able to change the date, which is an ex it's, it's a really good thing because uh, a lot of times during the July 4th week, uh, a lot of our teenagers have family time. Um, we, as a, me and my wife, we always have a, good, a big family thing until we came here. Uh, a lot of the members, a lot of the people that go every year have all been begging me and pleading with me, is there any way that we can find another place to where we can change the date? Uh, and so this year, yes, we're going to change the date. Uh, it's the last week of July, the 26th through the 31st. Um, and I'm hoping that everyone will be able to go and be, uh, be able to attend. But we will also need more chaperones this year than we will, uh, than we have in the past. Because uh, this year we are going to be able to divide up into uh, age groups for each cabin. Instead of having 7th grade through 10th grade, or through 12th grade in one cabin, which was like, 40 students or something with two people that were overseeing it, we're going to be able to divide up into third through sixth grade, seventh through ninth grade, and then tenth through twelfth grade uh, cabins. So we'll need at least one or two counselors in each of those cabins. So if you would like to help with camp, that would be great. Um, 
camp is an it's it's an awesome thing to go to. Uh, you really want to be there and you want to experience it and you want to help. Uh, and if you don't believe me, you can ask anyone that has helped with camp before. It is a lot of fun, and our teenagers will love you for helping. I think that's all I've got. I appreciated Jamie's reading of Second Peter chapter 1. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. He's given us very great precious things and his scripture tells us how that we can be holy and be like God. But he goes on to say, make sure you add to your faith. He starts these stepping stone things. You've got to keep adding, you've got to keep adding or you'll be ineffective and unproductive. But if you keep adding things to your faith, they will help you to never fall. I appreciate the faithfulness of everybody here and I appreciate the faithfulness of Valley View. But you notice as we've talked about all these things and all these dates and all these particular things that we've put dates down for, these are all opportunities. These are not just to show, hey, we gotta be doing something. It's not just to keep you busy. It's not just to make your calendar that's already stressed, overstressed. You can't do all these things, by the way. Nobody expects you to. But you know, here's the thing. If you never have any activities to do, how can you add to your faith what you need to add? Opportunities are great, but you've got to take advantage of them. So our goal at Valley View is for you to grow and never fall. But you know, here's the thing. Most of that's really up to you. There's plenty of opportunities here if you want them. There's plenty of things that you can do to strengthen your faith and to grow your faith and add to your faith what you need to add. Even your own personal lives, you have a lot of things that you can do, but the church adds certain things and we, and we schedule certain things for a reason. Jump in when you're able to. And some of the things that you've never done before, try them. And don't say about like church camp, you know, got a whole week out there and the heat with those teenagers and don't say, well, I'd never do that if it, if it's possible for you to rearrange your schedule and do it, try it. See if it doesn't make your faith grow. See if it doesn't add to your faith what you need to. Don't overdo it. Don't stress yourself out. But don't confuse activity with maturity. But I want you to, I want you to know what's available here at Valley View. I want you to be aware of the opportunities. And then choose some. Do some. Do a little more or a little different than you did last year. And see if your faith doesn't grow. That's the purpose for all of this. His divine power has given us all that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us. But keep adding, keep adding, keep growing, keep stretching, and keep maturing. The opportunity's here. It's right in front of you. But you have to do it. If there's anyone who needs to respond this evening, maybe, maybe there's something in your life that's clicked, something that's happened that's caused you to think of your spiritual life and you need to make a change. Maybe you need to put on Christ or maybe you need to repent of your sins or maybe you need to repent of the sin of laziness. I don't know what it is, but if there's a need that you have tonight that's spiritually rooted, right, and that we can have some way to help you with, we would, we would be delighted to help with that as we stand and as we sing to encourage you. I have decided to follow Jesus. 
I have decided.